The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of Podcast Beyond is brought to you by Squarespace, the easiest solution to web design around. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and use the offer code IGN for 10% off your order. Do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Oh my lord, here we are. We did it! Beyond! Beyond! Beyond. Hey everybody, what's up? I'm Max Scoville. Yeah. Joining me, Marty Sleva. Hey. Brian Altano. There are no Witchers in this room, and I'm so sorry. I know a lot of you guys just jumped right over here from the Witcher live stream that you were watching. Uh, That's a tough act to follow, because that game looks awesome. Yeah, that's right. We're not not 120 hours long. No, No, we are one hour long. (laughs) We're not going to kill any horses during the stream. We are not going to marry any women. We're not going to save any worlds, but no, we are going to talk about PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we <laughs> sure are. Um, yeah, this is this is the PlayStation podcast that we do every week, not just live. This is the first time we've done it live yeah. here together, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to be talking about E3 predictions and memories and hopes and dreams and all mm-hmm. those sorts of things. Yeah, and our favorite. It's really, I honestly really just want to talk about The Witcher right now. That's what we can't do. We can't talk about that. Um, If you guys are watching us live at this very moment, um, you can jump on Twitter and use the hashtag Beyond. That's hashtag beyond. Just beyond. Just the little thing that looks like a cool, like, number one. Yeah, it's like like a tic-tac-toe. If beyond was a number, that would be the thing before it. Mm -hmm. And then we can jump on there and track your questions and topics and stuff you want to talk about. Tell us what your favorite E3s were, your E3 predictions. Let's, uh, this is, this is exciting. We are, uh, this is the 20th anniversary of E3. Yeah. It's hard to believe it's been 20 years. Almost old enough to drink. That's next year. It's going to yeah. get. Well, you're you can g- drink like if it's e, if if E two doesn't find out. About I hear it. that next year they're holding E three in a bar. <laughs> yeah, because it's finally old enough. That would be great. That'd be a huge bar. Yeah, twenty twenty years of E three, yeah. and then it, it is it is always magical in some way. Yeah, like it's you know there's a lot of people that complain about E three because it's it's a lot to take in. I you know we were talking about this at lunch. I love E three. It's really, really a magical. It's it is our our industry's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this sort of palpable energy in the air everywhere you go. Everyone is excited to show stuff. Developers are excited because they're finally revealing something they've been working on for a long time. The audience ex- is excited because they can kind of see where their money is going to go over the yeah. next year and a half and their time. And we're excited because we're we're we get to cover it. We get to talk mm-hmm. about it. And we get to tell people what we saw and what we mm-hmm. loved. So no, I think that E3 is for pretty much anybody. For the most part, anybody who's born in the last 30 years, uh, E3 is the closest thing to a chocolate factory you can visit. Yeah. Yeah. It actually still has that magic. It's I mean, got there that. are probably actual chocolate factories as well. Sure. No, you can visit yeah. chocolate factories, but they're, they're like really depressing. <laughs> they're sad. And they're like I mean, there are also – there are things that are that are weird and, and gross and sometimes boring about E3. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's also really cool because it's a bunch yeah. of brand new video games that you don't get to see. It's yeah. just um, so weird how we consume it now compared to how we consumed it or didn't consume it back in 1995. Yeah, that was it a long was, time ago. That was pre-internet. E3 1995. It was uh, Saturn and PlayStation were both launched there that yeah. exact year. It was kind of here we go. Let's let's get this started. This yeah. is kind of this is games. This and is happening. The Saturn one was weird because uh, they announced first. They announced their specs. They said it is uh, three hundred ninety nine dollars and it is available now. Yep. Which uh, was w- one of the things that led to the Saturn's demise. Yeah. Because that's not it's it not great. was available now at places that had it then. Then, yeah. which mm-hmm. unfortunately. Some of the people who weren't informed about that were retailers who were not carrying it and were then kind of 
hesitant to carry it when the holidays rolled around. Yeah, they, they, really, they, felt they kind of felt snubbed. Yeah. And also developers who hadn't really finished games because they didn't realize that it was going to be launching in the middle of the summer. Yeah, there's you know. there's been this long-running sort of E3 tradition to say, and you can play it right now. Mm-hmm. But kind of historically, not a lot of the best things have come from that. Yeah, um, I mean, last year we had the, the Dead Rising weird DLC we had, thing. We had that, was a, in, that was like a good happy medium. That was right like, there. that was a thing that, it, it's not a $400 console. So it's exactly. like, some well, we had, we had Entwined, which was basically like, hey, y'all like Journey? Yeah, we do. Well, this is nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that game didn't really work. I was yeah. kind of bummed about that. But I remember like coming back after E3 and downloading some of these games and being like, oh, this is an awesome new mm-hmm. artsy PlayStation game that uses motion controls, so maybe it'll work. Yeah. Um, and it didn't. I didn't like it. So yeah, to do that with a console, that yeah. felt kind yeah. of kind of a tough uh-huh. move, you know? Yeah, yeah it's it was, a stunt release. Like, yeah, that's not really a good way to actually um, yeah. do that. And um, and something happened at that at that one fateful yeah, first like E3. Uh, literally hours later. Yeah. Uh, the uh, SEA president at the time, Steve Race, uh, went on stage. He started talking about the PlayStation and said yep. it's me available this fall for two hundred ninety nine dollars. Um, yeah, there, I wish there was a launch title called Steve Race, where it's just a bunch of guys. <laughs> Steve named <Racer>. Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so that was. This was the first time Sony did that where they announced uh, sort of console details on the same day as a competitor and then undercut them by $100. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about the other time they did that later on in the show. Yeah. Also, yeah. like, I love that uh, if you go back and watch footage of that first E3, it's like shot on someone's camcorder oh, because yeah. they weren't, there was no way to broadcast it. Yeah. No, one, no one on TV is going to be showing that. And right. they, like, maybe like C SPAN 4 or something. Yeah. And we were um, like, the way we can, we, Viewed the C three was through like what EGM, yeah, like, which yeah, came out a yeah. month and a half later. Yeah, you know, like yeah. and he went to the grocery store he to had, buy like, it. Stamp and now size screenshots, which, um, but it's really I, weird because it watching watching that first like that press conference, so called, like, yeah, having where he comes up and he's like, oh, you had one one last words, and he's just like two ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, it's like the. I was watching that. I was more weirded out by the fact that the place that they're doing it looked like, I think it was in like a hotel or something. Yeah. Uh, it looked like where they do the awards ceremony in Boogie Nights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, hey, we're at the uh, the, the Holiday Inn for yeah. the, yep. the first annual AVN Awards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I mean, also the the big games there; those weren't the games that people were going to run out and buy. Like it was, they were amazing looking, but Battle Arena, Toshinden, and Ridge Racer, uh, like those aren't the games when we think of PS One really defining yeah. for us. But I guess that's a lot of launch lineups. Like aside from Mario sixty four, there's not a whole lot of launch games that define a console. Yeah, um, consoles usually launch with like ten mediocre to bad games or one or two really good ones and kind of nothing yeah. else. So, yeah, totally. Um, I think that the PlayStation, and I mean, we're a little bit biased here, but I think the PlayStation definitely kind of defined what modern gaming has become. Like, they yeah. were the first yeah. ones to use optical media, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they were off to kind of a rolling start because people, like, Sony hadn't made a game system before and game mm-hmm. systems were still kind of this weird toy thing. Yeah. And they were like, hey, we usually make really high-end, like, audio equipment. Yep. We're taking some of that and we're throwing a game where you can be like wizards with swords who fight each yeah. other on yeah. there and I think fall I, out of a wrestling ring. Yeah. I think to add to that, I think PlayStation's actually sort of defined what the modern press conference looks like. Yeah. Uh, they, they've, they're the ones that have really managed to turn that into the spectacle it is now with like five gigantic screens and then there's guests that come on and there's it pumping loud music. Now it's, it's, it's kind of a business model that everybody's been using, but you look at what, what Nintendo's doing now, they're sort of recoiling into these directs. And uh, Microsoft is, is kind of there, but as we'll go through this, you'll see that there are some very spectacular highs and lows in the Sony press conferences. Yeah. And I think that's why it's kind of where they are now. And it's very important that that the pressure is on every year to make these things even bigger and bigger. Yeah. Now that there are seven conferences. Yeah. Yes. Nine. Um, yeah. What I kind of want to get at, though, is, is that I, I think that it was it was 96 when the, the N64 came out. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the thing that like people knew what a Nintendo was. Yeah. And people could look at a computer game and be like what if it's in 3D now that's wacky like people knew Mario at that time mm-hmm. yeah. but it's weird to think that at that point you know Mario and the kind of the public's understanding of him like a Nintendo was only 10 years old yeah which yep. is crazy to think about like I mean I, I'm looking at this right now we're looking at kind of the leap between 95 which was the first E3 and that was when the, the PlayStation was announced and yep. then 2000 which was when the PlayStation 2 was like about to come out yeah um, that's like a five year difference mm-hmm. 
it seemed like a lifetime because yeah. that was half my lifetime yeah. at that yeah. point. When yeah. I was when, in 1995, I was eight years old. Yeah, so like yeah. that—that's a—that's a, a huge formative chunk yeah. of your life. And then. and in that five years, E3 sort of started to, to take the shape of the E3 we know now, mm-hmm. where it had the spectacle. It didn't feel like an uptight, you know, like a like a hotel convention. It yeah. felt like an event. Yeah. Um, and that in 2000 uh, with the PS2 and especially. Uh, the Metal Gear Solid 2 tanker demo. Right, right. Uh, that was sort of one of those... I think that tanker demo might be the first thing that really stuck in my mind from an E3 of like, holy crap. Yeah. Like, this is incredible. Yeah. Um, I had an issue of PSM, the unofficial PlayStation magazine, uh, which had a cover by... Uh, Joe Madeira yep, of uh, Solid Snake looking extremely American mm-hmm. and a very busty Olga... And it was it had screenshots of the tanker demo, mm-hmm. and it broke down everything that happened there. And they're like, "Is Vulcan Raven gonna show up?" Yeah. S- spoilers for a it was fifteen year old game. He he, he doesn't. He was, was a toy. He was a toy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I remember I had that I had that magazine that single that single issue, and I just I brought it to summer camp with me, and I poured through it backwards and forwards. And I don't think I like to this day I don't think I've ever been as excited about yeah. a game as I am for or I was for Metal Gear Solid Two. Right. Yeah. And, and that demo was like a, a a sort of generational defining visual leap, mm-hmm. like seeing Snake walk across the George Washington Bridge in his, yeah. in his in his rain slicker. I want to point out the ice bucket. The ice bucket oh, in the tanker demo yeah. is like still one of my favorite things in video games ever, mm-hmm. because somebody with Kojima's team was like, "This will wow him. Yep. It's an ice bucket, like you get at your hotel. Uh, it's filled up full of ice cubes. If you shoot it with your gun, it'll flip over, and the ice cubes will, will fall, fall out. out. Yeah, and they will melt. melt. Yeah, in real time. I mean, maybe not a little bit faster than awesome. real ice cubes, yeah. but then you can shoot them individually, and they'll and they'll bust. And yeah, it's just like that's like. Yep, yep. This that is was it. one of those like wow. And this is when like we've seen over the years that E3 has either been uh, a sort of like a celebration of of a console, right? Mm-hmm. Saying this is basically how much it's sold and how many systems are out there. Here's our market demographic, pie charts and graphs and stuff like that and numbers. But it's also been like awesome coming out parties for games and seeing a vertical slice live on stage at a press conference is is a make it or break it moment yeah. for a lot of games. And we've seen them break and it's embarrassing mm-hmm. and it's awful, but we've seen them soar and that's the stuff that gets people to run to a store and be like, that's what sold me on that game is that press conference, yeah. that demo. And that was Metal Gear's moment. Yeah, and also, I mean, that thing ended up not being a vertical slice because that was the opening act of that yeah. game. Yeah, and then like, they're yeah. like, yeah, go out and buy a Zone of the Enders next yes. year. And okay, okay. You can play this cool new robot game that, oh, by the way, comes with a thing where you can realistically shoot an ice bucket and yeah. has a watermelon yeah. to yeah. blow up. Um, that's, if that's, yeah, I'm, I'm curious if, if that left as much of an impact on the audience as it did on us. Tweet I mean, at us using the hashtag beyond. Yeah. And tell us if that uh, demo was as amazing. Yeah, what do you, what they, do we have any responses there? Yeah, people are asking us a lot of questions. At uh, Solid Duff says, do you think ukulele has a chance of making it to E3? Um, I don't we know. We talked That's, about that earlier. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a Kickstarter game, so I think that pulling that to any towards any sort of semblance of like platform exclusivity mm-hmm. might be a little early for that. You'd, I think yeah. you'd, you'd anger a lot of people that, that paid for it. Sure. Um, Especially, I don't see it happening with Microsoft because it's almost like mm-hmm. you're not going to like be hanging out with your ex too much. Uh, yeah. 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 It also, I mean, it hasn't really... Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's it's really a, a game you can show off yet. Yeah, totally. It's also not something that's going to wow people. Like, we got to remember that E3 is, in fact, also a trade show. And it's about, like, new, big, exciting things. It, and ukulele is very much bucket, kind of... It's about getting Walmart excited, USA Today, the mm-hmm. Today Show. Yeah. Yeah, you're showing them an ice bucket. You're not showing them a thing from 10 years ago that's been faithfully kind of remastered in, yeah. in modern really sensibilities. Really love this ice bucket. Yeah, I love the ice bucket. <laughs> I think it's great. It's an exciting thing. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, I don't know. I think that also, also we forget that to be at E3, it costs game publishers stupid, disgusting, terrible amounts of money. Yeah, uh, to have a booth, to have any space on the floor, yep. Yep. it's you know millions. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's really gross. And to be showing up at a press conference, there's going to be some weird you know politics going on. Yeah, totally. there, there isn't really like a Kickstarter corner yeah. of E3, no. right? Like the, those guys, the art school kids, don't like all would, sit the together. The would be yeah. like backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so use the hashtag. That's hashtag Beyond. We are doing this live. If you're watching the show right now, thank you so much. You're probably just as excited for E3 that? as we Who are. Um, Give a shout out. Matt Hawthorne says, "Is it weird that I'm watching this on my Xbox One?" No. No. Absolutely not. That's we have, awesome. We have a lovely Xbox yeah. One app, a lovely PS4 app. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't think um, weird so at all. yeah, send us your questions. Send us your E3 predictions. We'll read them on the air. Yeah. Uh, Junho says, "What were your favorite E3s?" We're actually going to get into that. Mm-hmm. We are going to get into that. I think Max. I think your favorite that moment was the Metal Gear Solid Two moment for you. Yeah, I mean the Metal Gear Solid Two demo was like 
that was like that. The excitement I had. Uh, it was also I think it was the summer of was it the two thousand eighty three. It would have been I think the the following year that yeah. it was like like summer of two thousand one. Yeah. Um, but I was just incredibly just really excited for that game. Mm-hmm. It was also just it just happened at that at really like a, a yeah. very special point in my life. Yeah, you know? totally. I was like getting into girls, girls, drawing like Olga, Dragon Ball Z fan <laughs> art. Like I'm, I, those things aren't connected. Yeah, but, you yeah. Know, I don't know. It was just like it, it's tied to a really kind of significant time in my life. Yeah, so, and that know. E3 also it, it it walked a fine line. You know, it showed us the future with Metal Gear Solid Two, but it yep. also had games like Chrono Cross and Final Fantasy Nine. That yeah. was like, hey, everyone who still has a PS One, we still have a handful of amazing games that you can like. Yeah, wonderful, so, great E3, just yeah. fantastic. So that was a good one. Let's get on to the bad. Let's get on to the bad one. <laughs> Let's get on to what, uh, and this is, your, I mean, you're going to get upset about this, but I think a lot of people, me especially, consider this to be one of the worst E3 press conferences ever. Mm-hmm. And not because the games were bad, because I think there were a lot of really good games that yeah. shown at this. This is 2006. Yeah. This is when the, pre, the PS3 pricing was first revealed. We are dealing, to paint the picture, we are dealing with a astronomically cocky Sony, mm-hmm. who is fresh off of the PS2, which is the best-selling system of all time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Still, absolutely trouncing the competition. I think it sold something like 100 million units more than the the GameCube and the Xbox, which uh, hovered at around 21, 22 million units. PS2 just quadrupled, quintupled, sextupled, whatever that is. Sextupled. All the way into the stratosphere. And they they basically, you're dealing with, uh, you have Kazurai, Mm -hmm. who's this kind of, seems like a nice guy. And you have Ken Kuduragi, who's who's like very cocky old Japanese Mm -hmm. business guy. Now, Ken Kuduragi starts saying things like... Uh, we could sell the PS3 without any games and we'd still sell a million units and things like, you're going to need a second job to afford this thing. And we're like, what's going on? That's not, that's not a good thing. Yeah, these are real quotes. Yeah. So they came out in 2006 and this is when we heard the first time the PS3 was was priced. Now, I'll get into the good news first. They talked about some of the games that we'd be playing in oh, and yeah. around launch. We have Uncharted, Yep. Uh, Killzone Liberation. So we're showing some, yeah, yep. some some PSP stuffs. Heavenly Sword, Resistance, Fall of Man. Like there, there were some good games there. Final Fantasy Thirteen came out. Yeah, Eight yeah. Days, which still that's not a thing. Also, so Final Fantasy Thirteen and Versus Thirteen, which yeah. uh, we we got to play that demo a couple a couple months ago. That was the first time we got to play that game. Wow. So the big yeah. the big thing about E three press conferences is that the crowd reactions are palpable. You actually hear them through your t- tiny little computer speakers. You're watching them on your phone. If you're in the room, there's a magic in the air when something good happens and when they came out and they said that the PS3 would cost 599 US dollars there was a deafening gasp in the room it was just (sighs) why yeah and we all got scared because I think we thought that this would be the trend that video games were now becoming this almost like deluxe high-end consumer thing mm-hmm. where uh, where they kind of landed now is that video game consoles have been around, you know, $300, $400 for, for the last... I thought you were going to say they've been around 300 400 years. 400,000 like, years, that yeah. That's not correct. That's right. 400-year-old <laughs> video game. Um, um, so, it, it's, funny, it's funny you started talking about uh, history yeah. of things. Uh, there was also the wonderful demo uh, for Genji, which yeah. had, they were like, this draws from real, actual Japanese history. Here, uh, here's this giant we're, enemy we're crab. Like a giant enemy crab. I like that they also yeah. they were like they're not just like we're fighting a giant crab. Yeah. They're like this is a giant enemy, enemy crab. crab. And you yeah. can flip him over and hit his weak point for massive damage. Yeah. It was cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. And then you had that, and you had Kaz Harai who came out and said Ridge Racer. Right. Yeah, it's Ridge Racer, and everyone in the room was like, yeah, "What are you know. doing? Yeah, why is this happening? You don't have to do that." So yeah. that it, it so to me launch title. Yeah, <laughs> I uh. I, I am fascinated by this because this is this is sort of watching a company at the top make a really big blunder and turn the tide. Mm-hmm. And from there, we we saw the Xbox 360 actually went to sell like to sell way more than the PS3 for yeah. a very long time, mm-hmm. and things kind of evened out here and there a few years later. Yeah, it goes to show you how uh, how much a good or bad press conference can sort of dictate mm-hmm. the tone mm-hmm. of an entire generation. Yeah. Which yeah. sort of we have a role reversal later on, but before we yeah. get there, yeah. there was uh, 2012, which was this weird. It was this weird sort of middle period. We weren't mm-hmm. ready to talk about PS4 yet, yep. but we still yep. have a couple cool PS3 games. But we also have some really boring stuff that we're going to yeah. kill the momentum with. So I yeah. mean, the highlight there was Whoa. The Last of Us. You know, we had an incredible Last of Us demo. Yeah, you, know, you, you nailed it because we were in that weird era where we knew there was a PS4. Mm-hmm. It was called the Orbis. We didn't yeah. know what it was. No one could publicly admit, 
or confirm in any capacity yeah. that they were working on this thing. That's when we saw Watch Dogs, and yeah. it was like the first. It's like we're, we know this isn't coming to current gen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it did. It did. Yeah. It did. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, that's it's like totally. That's uh, that's totally true. I, I also think that there was this kind of this exhaustion of like we wanted we wanted a new toy, you know, mm-hmm. like we wanted to see something new and exciting. Yeah, and they were kind of getting the most mileage out of it. Uh, I mean, before we get out of PS3 territory, yeah. I think it's, it's worth pointing out that structurally, how the PS3 worked was different from, like, I mean, there was, there's really, there isn't a consistent pattern in how consoles function. Yeah. They're not really like a computer where it's kind of like evolved yeah. rationally. Mm-hmm. They've always kind of done weird experimental things, but the Xbox 360 was uh, kind of loosely based on a, on a PC, which is a thing that they use to make games. The PS3 trotted out the cell processor, mm-hmm. which was like, what if you, like, so the way it was explained to me by a friend who works at a, a game company who shall remain nameless, because um, I'm sure he loves his job. Fumito Ueda. Uh, yes. It was uh, the president of Nintendo himself. <laughs> he said that to me. Um, no, but he's saying that, like, the Xbox 360 was like having a classroom full of B plus students mm-hmm. you know and they all do their homework assignments on time and they know what they're supposed to do and yeah. it might not be you know the most brilliant yep. thing in the world uh, whereas the PlayStation 3 is like having a small think tank of like brilliant but autistic savants who have yeah. to be worked on worked with one on one to be right. like yeah, yeah. here's your deal like here's what you're working on here's your formula yep and it had to be basically the tasks all had to be divvied up separately. Whereas yeah. you could just throw a problem. You could throw one homework assignment at this B plus class and be like, dude, make the game look cool. And they're like, okay. Yeah. And it might be like a little bit less exciting. And that's why, sure. you know, PlayStation 3 exclusives like The Last of Us are incredible because mm-hmm. they're specialized. And that's always been. They were built for the gr- from the ground up for the system yeah. specifically. And if you yeah. want to get if you want to get actually really kind of deep into it, that's proprietary hardware and software is actually kind of ingrained in Sony's business model yeah. from the very first uh, what's it called the, the radios they would make um, the, Walkman no way before that I'm talking 60s like little radios uh, transistor radios oh, yeah they were actually the first um, the first company to get Texas instrument uh, transistors that they, they bought the patent for them but they designed their own basically yeah Up that was that, that point, was at E3 1895 <laughs> <laughs> no I mean but it's it's one no, of those yeah, yeah. where it's like it worked for them you know they were yeah. like here you go and then they made the PS4 which obviously was way easier to develop for um, as we've seen by the, the tremendous library of, of mm-hmm. games and I think there's more parity between that and the Xbox one despite yeah. the resolution yeah. gate and all the other stuff yeah the, well, last the, PS, is, the PS4 was humility like yeah. out yeah. the gate no, it was just, it was just we, we, they didn't say it they didn't say we screwed up last time but they're like yeah we're listening, but but 2012 was a really awesome. It's like you get you get the the early years at E3s when a, a company's first showing off its console, and then you get the winter years where it's it's coming to an end, and you get weird kind of uh, swan song games that happen. And in 2012, there was still some life left in the PS3, mm-hmm. and the stuff we saw there was just awesome. Like it, it was really just like we're celebrating this console, uh, we're firing in all cylinders. Uh, there was even stuff like Assassin's Creed Liberation for Vita, which mm-hmm. was just like, hey, this thing's still got. A, we're gonna put a shot in the arm here. It's getting an exclusive Assassin's Creed game. It's one of the biggest franchises in the world. Um, and then we got Wonderbook, which was. <laughs> I remember everyone just being like so angry because yeah. it was like this thing. And oh, this was also right after. Sony had like a really rough time. They'd had the, the massive hack, you know? Yeah, and it oh, was yeah. just like, it wasn't doing great. They, yeah. The whole joke was always, yep. they always had system updates to deal with. Yep. And they were like, all right, sorry, here's some games. There's yep. lots of cool games. That's what you're here. That's what you care about. You like this machine because it plays games, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's the whole point. And everyone's like, yes, yes, yes. And then they're like, we've worked together closely with J.K. Rowling yeah. herself to yeah. create an authentic augmented reality Harry Potter experience and then it was like a 10 minute demo of this kid reading a fake oh book oh my and god like, that's, that we were just like, it was the 10 was. longest minutes in the world actually it, yeah. I, I believe that you can actually watch the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy director's cut during the Wonder Book section <laughs> of that press conference Although it was, was so weird. long it took all of the life out of the room like all of the rhythm and energy that was going with all the stuff we had seen so far and then it was just like here's a book you'll never no one in this room will ever play this. It was literally the only moment in press conference history at IGN where everyone didn't have to work. We just stopped working because yeah. like, well, there's nothing to write, right? Yeah, so, there's nothing. There's like, we nothing have nothing happening. to write. We have nothing to shoot. We're just and we're it's, sitting and here. that's the th- that's the cool thing we should talk about. You know, I I this is this will be my seventh E3 at IGN. Max will be your first, but you've been to a bunch of E3s yeah, before. This is for, my f- 
fifth, I think. 53. I think. You can kind of tell in the room when something's working or when something yeah. isn't. Because we're, I mean, we're, we're not like robots. We're not like, we're not even real adults. Nope. Like we get, we get really excited during E3. And in that war room where we're all sitting, when there's an announcement, we go crazy for it because we're going to be playing those games too. Yeah. And there are times when that stuff happens, like Wonderbook, where we go, Oh well, this E three is not just for us. It's for the New York Times. It's for CNN. It's for mm-hmm. CNET. It's for uh, you know the New Yorker. Like they're going to send a guy. There's like a little guy in the corner with a feather in his hat, and he's like, "Ah, oh, there's a book based on Harry Potter. You well, can play it on Wonder the floor." Book wasn't for anyone because I don't think anyone bought it. Yeah, no one did bought it. it. Did so it ever come out? Yeah, they did. No, I don't think the J.K. Rowling thing, but there was like a thing about a, a slug who was a detective. Yeah, it's just, slug. It's are you are you actually sh- are you a hundred percent sure that it came out? I'm a hundred percent sure because I went okay. to a Walmart and bought it. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. all right, there we go. Because I, yeah. I'm like that's one of those things that I, and I don't really feel that guilty about it, but yeah. I just really aggressively ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of ups and downs in that yeah. one, kind of all over the place. I want to go to the year 2013. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which oh, yeah. was. A year of almost no downs and just entirely. It, this was this was round ten in like the heavyweight boxing oh, match, yeah. right? And this was at the end of the first very long day on E3, where where you've seen every press conference. Microsoft had theirs. They announced the pricing for the Xbox One. They announced uh, they're they're they were sort of trying to get out from under that draconian game sharing nonsense that they'd explained. Uh, they really made it seem like the always online DRM nightmare dystopia future was a thing we'd all have to deal with yeah. forever. Yeah, they announced the five hundred dollars. Yeah, they in the in the same way that Sony almost set the course for that five hundred ninety nine dollars systems mm-hmm. almost became the regular had it not for been for that audible gasp in the room. Microsoft had almost created a world where playing video games is a lot difficult, more difficult than it should be, yep. and sharing them was incre- incredibly difficult. So Sony came on after them, which was you know. An amazing, just an amazing moment, and yeah. it's it's now six o'clock at night on a on a what Monday, Monday night, yeah. And we're all we're all in this giant room in IGN, and we're watching this press conference. And Sony announces not only the price for the PS4, yeah, but they also announce how game sharing works. And this is my single favorite moment in E3 history. They have Shuhei Yoshida and Adam Boys, who are two PlayStation guys, and they came up and they said, "Here's how game sharing works on PS4." And Shuhei handed the game to Adam Boys. Yeah. And they said, that's it. <laughs> that is- and it was, incre- it was quiet. It was warm. It was subtle. It was beautiful. And it was awesome. Yeah. I believe the correct so expression good. is, bia, 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 bia. Yeah. <laughs> like, that yeah, was, was such awesome. a, that was yeah. just an epic mic drop. It was, was awesome. It, it was like this whole Nas and Jay-Z thing. And yeah. it was so good because there was nothing, yeah. there was nothing anybody at, at, at Microsoft could do. And I remember I, we had, there was a, a guy that worked in the room, I yeah. won't say his name, yeah. who worked for Xbox. And he came after his press conference being like, how was that? And we were like, great, good job, really awesome. He's like, can I watch the PlayStation one with you guys? And we watched it with him. And he was like, Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was and insane. That was. The- I I got on camera and live on the air. I pre-ordered my PS4 mm-hmm. from Amazon, and I said, "If you're if you're going to want to pre-order your PS4 right now, and you're going to want to join the winning team, because mm-hmm. this these guys are going to take this messaging and they're going to dominate with it." And I yeah. still think to this day that that has really been what has caused their leap in the console wars yeah. over over Microsoft. Microsoft's messaging was was messy. And then they, they spent the next three days like unraveling it and saying sorry and they put up this whole thing that they, they then pulled down all these rules of what you could and couldn't yeah. do. No, it's, it's, just, yeah. it's a complicated it was, mess. That, and I, whole, I, that whole conference was yeah. just win after win. It yeah. was re-revealing Final yeah. Fantasy 15. It was showing Kingdom Hearts 3. It had Infamous, The Order. It was then sort of uh, laying out their indie plan where they right. brought out like 10 indie developers on stage standing up and being like, Yes, this is like we're getting behind these guys 100%. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I think that it's interesting to look at just like I love looking at the kind of the history, the hindsight of this because uh, it's the it's the triptych effect. It's trying or the, not the triptych. It's the hat trick. You mm-hmm. know, it's when you try to get three in a row and like the N64 was Nintendo's third console, but there wasn't really any kind of precedent set. Yeah. Uh, the. Sega, am I right here? The Sega CD is also kind of, or not the Sega, the Sega Saturn was kind of was Sega's, and they were yeah. like, "Here's the thing, we're gonna," and it was like, you get you get kind of you get kind of sloppy, yeah, and it's kind of like the 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 kicker to to Empire Strikes Back is that Vader is Luke's father, and then hey man. In, 
Sorry, Bastard. I know you. I know you're getting through it. But, um, <laughs> While wearing a but Star Wars like, shirt. You, but then it's like, how do you top that? Because like it's people like humans are. However, it is our brains are wired. We like threes because there there's something kind of exciting about that to us. Yep. But so often. Everything you try to do right in the, the second installment, you try to one-up in the third. Yeah. Or conversely, which you see this more with, I think, products, is you get kind of like, wow, the second went really well. They'll love whatever we do mm-hmm. with this next one. The Xbox One is Microsoft's PS3. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, yeah. it is. the word is hubris. Like yeah. it was just this bloated kind of like, you know what? Yeah. They'll come along for the ride. And it's. I don't like we're and kind that's, of ending... that's that's kind of the messaging that's really important in the history of the video game industry is that there are really there's there's no there's no guarantee win forever. Yeah. You know, you can be at the top of the world and then fall and then climb back up. I mean, we saw it we saw it with Nintendo, we saw it with PlayStation and you know, maybe we'll see it again with 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 Xbox. Like this this E3 in a month Sony could come out and do the worst, dumbest thing in the world. They could do an hour of Wonder Book 2, and uh, maybe the console wars will change. Maybe maybe everything will change in a heartbeat. But I have a feeling that won't happen. Yeah. Um, let's hope. Let's hope. Excuse me just one moment while we take a brief word from our sponsor. Whether you guys are trying to create a blog, website, or an online store, Squarespace is the easiest solution. With an easy-to-use interface, gorgeous templates, and handy 24-7 customer service from actual human beings, Squarespace is the smartest and simplest way to stake your claim to your own little corner of the internet. Are you trying to break into the games industry? Because Squarespace can be used to make a great-looking portfolio, whether you're an aspiring developer or member of the media. Head over to squarespace.com for a free trial today and use the offer code IGN at checkout to get 10% off your order. Squarespace, build it beautiful. What do we got from the uh, the fine folks watching at home? We if you'd have, like to tweet at us, yep, maybe be read out loud by Brian. That's right. That'll be that's hashtag beyond. Hashtag beyond. Uh, Sean Michaels. That's pretty girl bot. I don't know if that's the wrestler. It is says, the heartbreak kid. The heartbreak kid. Sean Michaels okay. says the most cringeworthy worthy moment I can think of of a bad E3 moments was the Wonder Book demo that went on forever. Yep, hashtag yep. beyond. Yeah, we were there for that. That was. <laughs> It's very tough. Uh, Trogdor underscore six, that's Potato King, says, Sean from Hello Games, they're the ones making yeah. No Man's Sky, says he won't be at any conferences until No Man's Sky releases. Do you think he'll show up and say it's out? Uh, that, no? No, I don't think <laughs> yeah. so. Um, I don't think we're ready for that one yet, right? No, no, I don't think so. I think that's a game that is uh, Sony realizes how sort of special it is right now in people's hearts and yep. and in our perception and sort of everything they've shown so far has been tonally perfect. Yep. And so they want to make sure that they continue that goodwill. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and I think Sean Murray's going to be at E3, so I don't, yeah. I don't know. So uh, Jay Schnitzel, that's Judas Schnitzel, that says, do you, delicious. It does. Do you guys think that we'll see a new Hitman game at the Square Enix press conference? Hashtag huh. beyond. Uh, it's possible. I think the fact that they even have a conference shows that... They have, gonna, they have yeah. stuff to show. Yeah. yeah. And we at know, least an hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, we know that Deus Ex is coming. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been a couple of years. Uh, I, I, I have a feeling Hitman's... That was... Uh, was it Hitman, Revelations uh, Revolution no. yep. Resolution yeah Hitman Resolution Resolution yeah <laughs> is that D-Res <laughs> Tessellation I don't know so, don't uh, the Cobra in the bathtub yeah. or whatever Tyler Robertson that's T Robertson 206 says the big question I know everyone is thinking how much time will we set aside for Vita hashtag beyond good yeah. question yeah so, so that's I, that's what 2012 totally could have been yeah that was the I know you're waiting around we got this other thing we just put out yeah. here's all the support for it they had a little bit here and there but like I think that at that point they realized that, like the the I mean, the Vita and the and the PS4 are like designed to work together. Yeah, yeah. The PS3 and the Vita are kind of like they they didn't really mix together. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna see some stuff with uh, with PlayStation now. Yep. I don't know if they've been working on that or what, or if that's mm-hmm. something they're still kind of testing out. Yeah, I think I think I think stuff like that works because you can kind of make the the library more robust without putting a ton of specific development into it. Same thing happens with like cross buy games. Mm-hmm. Like I think we'll see stuff that's coming to PS4 that's also on Vita. That's what I think we'll see. When we'll see the most Vita is when there's the inevitable indie montage. Yes. And yeah. All of it's these coming, are coming to everything. To yeah. 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 And that's really that's, that's so great. exciting. That's why I love yeah. Vita for it. Yeah. Also, also keep in mind that uh, th- there's more to E3 than just the press conferences. Last year, and I believe the year before, there wasn't a ton of Vita stuff. There was a t- but there was a ton on the on floor. The floor. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there was something like 16 Vita specific titles on the floor. Oh, uh, yeah. Sony's booth at E3 is gigantic. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's like three football fields, and it's got nice carpeting, which we love because oh, we so walk great. around for five days. When you get oh, over there, I don't, nice. don't want to get like too like fanboy here but yeah. I want to point out that at GDC this year like Sony had a nice they had, like lovely yeah, carpet they did. Uh, I went over to Microsoft which was immediately next to it and they'd put 
like laminate hardwood flooring over the existing carpet in yeah. the convention mm-hmm. center. It, like it, there was already a carpet there down were, and they put hardwood were, over it. I don't know who's going to... Make my feet hurt. I didn't like it one bit at all. It was I, awful. I don't know who's going to win the console wars, but I know who's going to win the carpet, carpet wars. wars. <laughs> Hashtag carpet wars. And it's Sony. Thank you, Shuhei Yoshida. You put that carpet budget every year and you take care of our nice baby feet. They're so tired walking around all the you time. You make my shoes say, hey, thanks. That's right. Yeah. It's the carpet that wars. stupid. <laughs> God. Seriously, you don't yeah. Worst, get insults for a trade show. Yeah. Um, aspiring journalists out there, that's some pro tips from the pros. Speaking of uh, getting a little, uh, how the sausage is made. Uh, wait, here we are. Yeah, yeah. Not what uh, we do on this podcast, but okay. Uh, no, uh, Anudist uh, emailed us. Put some rosemary in there and, uh, and some. He's making a nice sauce. Yesterday we talked how to make a sauce on right. Live. Sure to the- uh, Anudist says, "Beyond from the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. Love the show. Keep up the original content." Uh, with E3 around the corner, I was curious, yeah. as to what a behind-the-scenes look at E3 is like for you guys. How much do you know beforehand from possible behind closed doors announcements? What's been the biggest surprise for you? And he said, for him, nothing. It's not E3, but uh, sort of the PT. Uh, there's a thing; it exists, and it's out now. Right, uh, and that was Gamescom. Mm-hmm. Uh, was was the biggest for him? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, just maybe they'll put PT back on the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, going to E3, there are plenty of surprises. There are plenty of things we don't know about. Um, yep. But at the same time, there is uh, like uh, a couple of us are going down to LA next week for a thing called Judges Week, where uh, mm-hmm. it's a pre three briefing where uh, we see a handful of games, uh, we have to play them, and we have to sign waivers that say we will not talk about them until yep. the show opens. So that's the way that when the show opens, you can go to IGN and there are thirty previews of all the games. Yeah, because cool. no human being can write those in that fast zero seconds. Yep. Um, so yeah, so there's a certain amount of stuff we do know, and there's always a certain amount of yeah. Massive surprises. Uh, I think my most impressive surprises are the ones – WB has been really good about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Injustice, for instance, was something that they – I got to see it because I went to E3 the night before it was open or whatever. And I was walking around the convention center and they had all these banners up. And I'm like, this is cool looking. What the hell is this? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I think they did the same thing with with Mad Max. Or maybe they talked about it. You know, But like you'll you'll get these – kind of the six weeks leading up to E3 when trademarks start getting registered. Yeah. And you're like, huh, that's a yeah. weird thing. That's a name and, I've never heard before. And when like all of a sudden the game is on the side of like the Figueroa downtown LA. That's what There's great, like a banner yeah. on top of the LA Convention Center. Yeah. Yeah, I always like that. I don't know. This, the, the scale is really something you don't get to really fully appreciate unless, you, unless you're there. Yeah, um, absolutely. Gabriel Arizon, that's the Sun Devil G. What up, Sun Devil G? says, how much time do you think will be dedicated to Morpheus? Now, you have a weird prediction for this, mm. Marty. So, yeah. Have a which weird... I, Max and I think is insane, but let, let it out. Let's so see So I have it. a weird Morpheus prediction. Uh, that game is very hard to demo, or that that, that product is very hard yeah. to demo. Uh, all, all VR helmets kind of are, right? Yeah. Like, Max, I mean, you had an amazing VR experience, and you, you relayed it to the audience on Beyond, but mm. it was very much like you just had to tell a story. Uh, I think there is going to be a point in the Sony conference where literally everyone in the audience is going to have a VR headset and put it on for a 10-minute demo, and all of us watching at home are going to be like, what the hell is happening? Weirder things have happened. Yeah. There was yeah. the Kinect reveal where everyone put on robes. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. That was a strange thing. Don't do That's that. Right. Don't wear I those don't, robes. I in 2004, uh, Kaz Harai let uh, about a thousand live bats into the room. <laughs> everyone had to fight them. <laughs> You're given a bracelet <laughs> at a Taylor Swift concert. is getting exclusive content. <laughs> real <laughs> room Fly, my pretties. <laughs> Uh, no, I think that I think that Morpheus. Uh, we are definitely going to see a lot of VR stuff. Yeah. Uh, I just was actually I was speaking on a panel um, last week that was uh, it was a VR it was a virtual reality conference right mm-hmm. here in San Francisco. It's still pretty small because that hasn't really popped yet. That's just kind of just below the surface because yeah. again, it's something to get the general public excited about it. They kind of have to experience it for themselves. The Samsung VR gear thing is. Waiting to drop. That's that's right. kind of about to go public, and that's um, th- I think that really when they they start having VR headsets in Verizon stores and in you know at Best Buy, yeah, and people are like trying them on, and they're like, whoa, what is this? Yeah. So, How does this work? Yeah, that's another thing is I could definitely see uh, Morpheus also being like, and now at two hundred Best Buys across yep. the country, you can go and yep. play it. That's very. I think that's yeah. much more believable. Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep in mind that's absolutely something that's been happening more and more during oh, yeah, E three. Uh, Nintendo just announced today that Mario Maker will be at Best Buy. That's mm-hmm. their September game. I think we're going to get to see a lot of that. So I have a feeling uh, you, if you don't live near a Best Buy, you should move soon. <laughs> 
and or just start hanging out there right now because next Not month like probably like that Adnan boy though. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be that. Don't yeah. be that, man. Uh next month probably in Best Buys or Circuit City or Target, Circuit City. <laughs> Yeah, go to a Circuit City. Go to a Radio Shack. Go to those all the haunted stores that haven't been open in 15 <laughs> years. Now a costume okay, store I have with. a tough one here. A lot of people are asking this question. No one wants to talk about it, but let's do it. Peter Herf says, hashtag beyond, will we see the last Guardian 83? <sighs> I know. So my my what I do with The Last Garden is I pretend it doesn't exist anymore so that if there's ever any news about it I can get excited instead mm-hmm. of constantly hoping it for it to be there and then it's not and being disappointed. That game is going to be like the $20 you find in your jeans in yeah. like 7 years. <laughs> You're like, "Whoa, free money." Yeah. I mean, so that's for me the E3 in 2009 where we saw that first demo. I think one was called Trico. Yep. Uh that is probably my favorite. Sony E3 memory because I'm as someone who holds Eco and Shadow of the Colossus up on the highest gaming yeah. pedestals, seeing what that team was doing next. Uh, but the fact that this game has been in development for ten years, we always bring up the fact though that in that same amount of time, Naughty Dog has done Jack X, Uncharted One, Two, Three, uh, Last of Us, Last of Us Remastered, and presumably Uncharted Four will be out before yeah. that, uh, which is just uh, madness. Um, I mean, everyone makes a prediction that Uncharted or that Last Guardian will be there. I don't, know, I've t- don't do it. No, TGS. Don't do it. TGS? Are you going to keep kicking that can down the road like t- that? <laughs> There'll right. be a giant bird dog unleashed upon the streets we of We can go to the Makuhari zoo next Masai. Sunday, kids. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. That's that's rough. I think we're going we're gonna to see some new stuff, and there's going to be a few things that we get really excited about because they're super high-concept mm-hmm. announcements that we're like, whoa, yeah. this, is, this is crazy. This is huge. Uh, and then – they're going to kind of roll to a stop when they actually come out, you know, because that's yeah. that's a lot of what E3 is. And you, you see this very clearly if you go back and look at old coverage. Like you mentioned, uh, was it eight weeks? Eight, eight days. days. Eight days. Um, I watched the demo of that. Uh, I missed that. That was that was a year that I wasn't paying too close mm-hmm. attention. So I only really watched it once yeah. earlier at my desk. Uh, that game looks really impressive now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they were like, this is on PS3. And I'm like, you're, li- <laughs> you're actually lying. You're lying, man. Yeah. And not true. Um, you know, and we always get stuff like that. Like we, I mean, that was kind of what the initial Watchdogs reveal mm-hmm. was. You know, it's always going to be something that really hypes hypes you up. It's a yeah. proof of concept. Um, so that being said, I think we're also going to get uh, we're going to get stuff that we kind of we know is like a safe bet. Um, yeah, I will be so so surprised and violently drunkenly angry <laughs> if Fallout Four does not get announced. Yeah. <laughs> like at, at this point, if that didn't happen. I think there would be tears. Like people would just yeah. be really upset and yeah. just like, why would why would why, you why are you having a conference? Why is um, this happening? Why are these Easter eggs in yeah. these games? But what happens with with big reveals like that and big announcements? And we frequently see this with with Ubisoft. Ubisoft is is huge about this. Is that they will announce a thing. Sometimes, like they'll announce a game at somebody else's demo, mm-hmm. and then they'll show off more of it at theirs or at their at their presser. Totally. You know? Yeah. Um, and there's definitely going to be that overlap between. You know, here and there. Yeah, especially uh, with Bethesda, with EA, with Ubisoft, yeah, with the yeah. next day with Square. So let's let's get in, into some actual down and dirty predictions here. Ooh, what, what do we think? What do we think is going to happen, Max? What what what, what do you want? What what do you want, what do you want this show to start with? I think Ooh. that the odds are pretty good that we're going to see Star Wars Battlefront in the first half yeah. of Sony's presser. Okay. Now, yeah. you, and, you and I saw that at, at Star Wars exactly. Celebration. They were like, running this on is PS4. a special tailor-made demo just for you at Celebration. And yeah. I, I think that we're probably going to see something really similar. Yeah. Like Which is fine. Playing as Darth Vader or something, yeah, some different yeah. side of that, or because I will gladly is. watch that again. You yeah. and I were very it's hyped. Also, that awesome. thing's not on the internet, so people want to yeah. see that. Yeah, shockingly, totally. it didn't yeah. leak or go anywhere. Yeah. It's um, impressive. I think uh, the show is going to open with another shooter. I think it's going to open with Call of Duty. I think Sony show. Uh, I think this Damn. is going. Their, their first party lineup is kind of. You know, not super solid right now. Right, uh, a lot of their games, I think, are a ways down the road, and so they're going to start associating themselves with a lot of huge third-party games, yep. like they have with Destiny. They're probably going to do with more Ubisoft games. But uh, Brian Albert, who previewed Black Ops Three for us, uh, played it on a PS4, mm-hmm. and generally that has always been an Xbox One thing. So if the Microsoft conference goes by and we're like, we didn't see Black Ops, oh, yeah, I would I mean, not be surprised that Sony opens with a, yeah, with a I mean, Black Ops Three single-player demo. Third-party developers follow the money, and the PS4 is reaching the biggest numbers and the most audience right now so I think we're going to start seeing we're going to start seeing that that tide shift like like last generation Microsoft was the console that everyone identified to have their third party games on mm-hmm. and every third party had exclusive content and and uh early timed release exclusivity on, on, on Microsoft's console. And I think things are going to start turning around for PlayStation in, mm-hmm. in that regard. I think they already have. So we're going to see stuff with Battlefront. We're going to see stuff with uh, 
whatever game we were just talking about that Call I just Duty. blanked on Call of Duty. And I think, and this is crazy, but I, speaking of shooters, I think that we're going to see some stuff with Titanfall 2. And I have a feeling that Titanfall 2 is going to lean a lot more on the PlayStation 4 side. That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's totally yeah. crazy. But this is a this is a crazy E3 prediction yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So. No, and that totally... That Forget about sense. it! Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, uh, Microsoft does have two massive first-party sh- uh, shooter franchises with Halo and with Gears of War. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I could totally see Sony being like, hey, instead of, you know, Killzone's never been as big as those, and, and you know, let's let's start putting our money behind other developers. Um, Chris B, that's Vault 404, says, what are the chances of Beyond Good and Evil 2 finally showing beyond, up as something? Beyond, Beyond, <laughs> Something other than a fever dream, hashtag Beyond. Uh, God, I would love it. Yeah. I know you would love it, right? You were I, really I, into that I game. I adore that game. But uh, it seems kind of dead. We did see that like teaser trailer a couple years back that looked yeah. really cool. Weird, weird there was a CG yeah. stuff. teaser, and then there was a gameplay demo that ended up a lot of the assets seemed like or the animation seemed like they went into the Assassin's Creed series yeah because there's a lot of like horizontal parkour um Mitch and I were actually talking a while ago and he thinks that uh, Ubisoft has announced during or during their earnings call yesterday they said that uh later on in 2015 they're going to announce a game that is going to be out first quarter of 2016 wow and Mitch thinks it's Beyond Good and Evil 2 wow um that it's going to be the sort of you know we haven't seen it for a while we know that uh you know, they've been working on it. Uh, we know Michelle Ansel sort of has carte blanche at that studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, he thinks the game's super far along that we're going to see it re-revealed and then we'll be playing it within nine months. Yeah, the only thing bad about Beyond Good and Evil were the sales. Yeah. I mean, it did not sell well. It did not reach a lot of people. And that was, uh, you know, it was kind of a riskier time in the video game industry. I mean, it's always a risky time because these properties cost millions of dollars. Yeah. But uh, I think there's a chance that it could return. And I think on the PS4 it could sell very well. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, Stu sent us an email saying, here's a wild E3 prediction. Rockstar announces next-gen bully with multiplayer, open-world schoolyard. How awesome would that be? I don't think Rockstar is going to do anything at E3 because yeah. they don't really do that. As they much as I want this, yeah. this very game he is writing about, uh, yeah, Rockstar and Valve are those companies that are bigger than E3. Activision um, yeah. Bl- or Blizzard doesn't yeah, really yeah. – like. Yeah. I mean, they, a that, lot of these companies, they, just do, they have their own yeah. things, you that know? That being said, there is a PC gaming press conference this yeah. year. And I think that it's very likely we will be seeing Valve showing off their Vive, yeah, their VR right. stuff. Because the VR stuff is still – they're trying to get – People paying attention to it. Uh, Rockstar, though, I highly doubt it. We might, 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 might see. I don't know. So like, we already saw the PS4 bundle with GTA 5. Yeah, you know? but maybe we'll see like whatever the loss in the damned or Ballad of yes, Tony is. Exactly. Yeah. That's something that wouldn't surprise me. Is we haven't actually had any proper DLC for yeah. GTA 5, but they're still basically tied to GTA 5 at this point. I don't yeah, think we're yeah. going to see Bully. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, now that heists, online heists are finally out the door. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if a big sort of chunk of where's uh, where's Agent. <laughs> Remember that game? Yeah, and then uh, what was the Team Bondi's Horror of the Orient? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of games that are just sort of... Wow, a game called Horror of the Orient. <laughs> where could that go wrong? <laughs> I mean, really, Well, you there's know. two places in that phrase that where it went wrong. <laughs> Dan Salas says, Will Sony announce the Vita and PS4 bundle and finally the same connectivity Vita and PS3 had, e.g. data transfer? I think that that bundle will never happen. I think there, there was a time and place for that. I think that there was a, a brief moment where people thought that there would be a lot more sort of communication between the PS4 and the Vita. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of there. It's just, it didn't really catch on. If you look at PS4 sales and you look at Vita sales, that that just hasn't translated. And yeah. I don't think that shoving them all in the same box is really going to... What are the odds of seeing a new a new version of the Vita get revealed? I think, slim we've to, seen, I think slim to none, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Slim, yeah, the, Vita, seen... the Vita slim to none. The, the even <laughs> tinier... <laughs> What? All right, it's shut not down. Ha- We're not all right, anymore. all right, all right. Fifteen minutes of dead air. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think that uh, they could definitely. I mean, they could probably turn some heads. I know that they're they're harping on like the remote play stuff yep. and the and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the plans we saw, the patents we saw for the newest iteration of the Vita had supposedly an HDMI port in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It'd be really interesting if we had like a. You know, a Vita you plug into your PS4 that plays your PS4 games and you and has two triggers so you can actually properly play yeah. it and it doesn't it doesn't screw with your latency and it does basically everything that the Wii U does in terms of like somebody wants to watch something else on TV and you want to shoot guys in the face. That's right. Yeah, I can get behind that. Uh, Tobo the Hobo says, do you guys foresee... <laughs> 
real name, says, do you guys foresee a price drop, slim PS4, or new SKU with a larger hard drive announced at E3? Um, I think that the hard drive thing is interesting. Yeah. It's not impossible to mod your own. I yeah. really don't see a price drop happening. No. I'm going to go out on a limb and say 99% chance we don't see a price drop. There's yeah. no reason to, price, to drop the price of something that's selling incredibly yeah. well. I think Next we're gonna, year. Yeah, yeah, we'll see... Bundles. Yeah, totally. yeah. We'll see more bundles. We'll see like an uh, all spooky yeah. until dawn I edition. Totally see a bigger hard drive attached to a Call of Duty bundle. Yeah. So guys, yeah. Battlefront bundle that looks like a Darth Vader. It's been <laughs> looks like actual AT AT Walker. <laughs> it's been uh, all terrain armored transport, Marty. <laughs> it's been forty-seven minutes and we haven't said the words Uncharted Four. <laughs> So we should probably talk about Uncharted 4. Uh, yes, it's delayed. Yes, it's coming out in 2016. Yes, I think it's going to kick off their conference. Whoa! I think the first thing we'll see is Nathan Drake breathing heavily, panting, looking sad. Saying and then it'll uh, zoom in on his yep. hair, which is literally growing. We had, we had a story chest. the other day. We had a story about how uh, Uncharted 4 has five times as many facial animations as The Last of Us. That's more facial animations than I have. Which is a lot. Mm-hmm. Even though most of the facial animations in The Last of Us were just like... Pain and sadness, which is funny because <laughs> yeah, frowning. Uncharted also has uh, less emo- less emotions that would be expressed through facial animations because The Last of Us has lots of emotions, but Nathan Drake has just two. He has shooting guys and then making a joke. Those yeah, are two emotions. That's right. Cracking wise, cracking yeah. skulls yeah. and cracking wise, getting into mischief and then yeah. chuckling. Yeah, so <laughs> I think we'll see an amazing single player demo. Uh, I also think. Uh, we will. They will say, "Hey, uh, also the Uncharted trilogy remastered for PS4 is a real thing." That's right. Um, you think it's going to be available immediately? I do. I do think that it's it'll be available. But maybe if not that day, it'll be available that week or you know that that month, that window. Yeah. They'll, they'll basically say, "This is the Uncharted trilogy. You can play it on PS4. It's all of the old games remastered. We got rid of that awful uh, using the motion to, to throw a grenade yeah. thing yeah. from the Don't first one. Yeah. Um, and it'll have a demo for Uncharted 4 yeah. or something. Some yeah, sort actually, of like a, some sort of vertical slice. We got yeah. an email from uh, Charlie Manny who wrote in with a bunch of his E3 productions. Um, First one is Uncharted 4 multiplayer beta slated for fall winter. Yeah. I think that having that attached to having that attached to a, a remastered edition would make a ton of sense. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I I don't know if it'll be if there'll be the multiplayer beta. I really think we'll see a, a small piece of the single player campaign, which is weird because they've never really done that. That's kind a of really stuff. that's a good yeah. that's a good. What do you yeah. guys think? Like what? Yeah. Like write us in late. Let us know what you think. We should have a yeah. poll for this or something. hashtag yeah, beyond. Tell us what. I mean, I, we 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 have a big hunch and we we really want. I think it's a lot of we want this to happen. But uh, the Uncharted trilogy, like I want to play those games again, and I know there's a lot of people on ps4 that have never played them at all yeah so that's i mean you're you'll hopefully get three games in one box mm-hmm. and maybe there'll be a little piece of uncharted 4 in there mm-hmm. just a little, to tide like us over little, it's just a little data yep it'll just know. actually it'll just be the the dagger spinning in the corner you can watch that <laughs> but it'll yeah. look really good and it'll come with a copy of the soundtrack but only for the soundtrack of the song in uncharted 2 when you die which is that vuvuzela yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um that's that was my wedding song yeah. <laughs> I like I like to listen to that song uh, when I want to relax and just put it on. I usually get my wife to yell, "Nate, no!" <laughs> you fell off the train. <laughs> it's a truck, Nate. You're supposed to be on the truck. You got shot by the tank. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> now I want an Uncharted game where Sully actually yells the things that happen to you. You gotta grab the yellow stuff. That's the trick is the yellow things are the ones you can grab. The shiny branches on the tree are the safe ones, Nate. No! It's the damn yetis. <laughs> it's a man in a suit. Ah, oh, scarabs! <laughs> All right. What do we do here? <laughs> Hashtag uh, beyond. Hit us up. We're going on for 10 more minutes. Uh, I had a handful of interesting ones in an email. From yeah, Jack- that's right. Speaking Let's- of Italy, Jackson from New Jersey. <laughs> oh, speaking of Italy, I'm making a nice sauce. Emerald Agassi. No, Jackson wrote in. He's got four of them. Go through them quick. Uh, number one, Sony announces they've acquired the Silent Hill IP from Konami and are developing. Uh, no way. Alongside wow. No way. That's a good. That's a. That's just one I like. No, that that's, that's not going to happen. That's like, like that's a thing that happens in like video game high school, where like yeah. a couple breaks up and then the other guy is dating the new girl yeah. and he's like, "Ha, got you back." But in the reality, is like that. There's that would be 17 years of lawsuits. That's the yeah. end of. That's the end of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Your parents yeah. are divorced, but. Your old fake housekeeper has a TV show. Thanks for that incredibly yeah. topical Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm sorry, it's fresh, <laughs> for, fresh on for my mind. For the other three of you who watched it last night. Max, 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 Max and no, I watched it together last that's night. Like, that's like the, the 
Oh, that is the that is such wishful thinking. I know. I wish. Yeah. Mom and dad are they they get back together. But then again, I mean, Shuhei Yoshida and Adam Boys have really been on some superhero-ish the last few years, and I think they could probably swoop in and and pick something like that up. But I think it's too soon. Yep, agreed. Uh, a couple more. Nino Kuni Two is announced. Uh, level Five is developing. SE's publishing. We, we had a we had a guy who used to work here who yeah. called it Ninu Nana. <laughs> <laughs> the wrath of the Wawa Wawa. Yeah. Uh, Sony Bend will reveal their new game. Very specifically, it's a third person shooter set on a dystopian alien planet that focuses on exploration and mystery rather than shooting. Huh. Um, that sounds cool as yeah. hell. But so I that's don't a, know. another big thing. Is what are these latent like studios, Sony Studios doing? Like, what is Ben doing? What is yeah. Santa Monica yeah. doing aside from God of War? Which, God of War is how I think the show's gonna end. You think so? I think it's gonna end with a God of War demo. Interesting. And Kratos is gonna... Uh, Hashtag gonna beyond, let us know how you think... a large man. Let us know what you think uh, some of their, their first party studios are working yeah, on. Media and what Molecule. You think the show will end with. Pet. They'll make a, a... Media Molecule is a great new game about paper bags or something. Uh, <laughs> and I will play it and love it's it. It's actually, yeah. it's just it's just a giant house full of glitter. <laughs> Ryan Turford says, never forget the Subway presents the Uncharted 3 multiplayer beta. <laughs> I did forget that, Ryan Turford, and now it's back in my yep, brain. I forgot it until now. I do remember I, I remember the uh, heavy Nathan Drake mod. That was really cool. That was remember cool. that? Yeah. It was great. Um, Tyler Nate, McMullen says, <laughs> Nate, no, that's not on the discount menu. They put avocado on there. <laughs> Oh, Ricardo Guijuardo. That's his name. That's awesome. <laughs> Says, any chance at E3 there will be Bloodborne DLC announced? I hope so. Yep. I would love that. Yep. Bloodborne was huge for Sony. It's huge for me personally. Uh, I would love to play Bloodborne yep. DLC. Dark Souls um, 1 and Dark Souls 2 had Got uh, tons of DLC. DLC yeah, yeah, so uh, let's see. I would I would love to see that just put you in a haunted castle and you have to kill <laughs> a giant eyeball. It's going to have a really cool <laughs> yes. sounding name, but also one that we're going to make fun of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What was the what was like the, the Dark Souls 2? Scholar of the First Sin. Scholar of the First Sin. Like, yeah. what it, like That's like a thesaurus hitting you on the head, yeah. you being like, "Huh? Yeah, interesting." Scholars, yeah. Eh? Bloodborne, vile of despair. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, creepy old rug at the cathedral. I don't know. <laughs> Whole um, room full Stoops, of Stoopsy one says, "New Pokemon, more a hope and a prediction, but ideally both." Keep wishing that will not be at the PlayStation <laughs> press conference. I think the that would be monsters, that would be a huge get. That would we, also just be very confusing. Yeah, exactly. I predict that Mewtwo is going to walk out on stage and then Sony security is going to escort him out because he's <laughs> yeah. not supposed to be there. Anubis316 says, Lego Avengers. Hashtag beyond. We got that game. We Marvel Heroes. We got a Lego Marvel game. Yeah. Can, well, okay. During the P, uh, Sony conference, if you go on PSN, you can download it. There you go. It happened. You just made, you just made right. that happen. Wow. Yeah. That's a fun game. I like that uh, game. Yeah, so do I. Jan I think we're going to see a lot of uh, Lego dimensions. Oh, my God. Uh, Justin, Justin, Ryan says, Justin Ryan Bear says, do you think we'll get a new Twisted Metal? Jaffe's kind of busy, no, yeah, so I don't Jaffe's, know if it'll come Jaffe's from him. Doing Drawn to Death. Yep. Uh, Twisted, we had the one that came out, what, 2012 for PS3? A lot of people forgot yes. about that. I think it was just called Twisted Metal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, it was, that had one of the coolest, like, E3 demos, and oh, then yeah. when it actually came out, I was like, mm, yeah, not crazy about this. Yeah. Um, it, the driving controls in that were entirely, they were very true to the old ones, but it was like, have you played a driving game since then? Since yeah. Since Traders yeah. came along? Man, I really yeah. like Twisted Metal 2, though. Bantosaurus Rex says, Gorilla Games still has that new IP to announce, don't they? Yeah. Uh, uh, concept art has has leaked, supposedly, of a... It's like an open-world action RPG where you sort of play as, like, robot ninjas and you fight dinosaurs. Yep. I love all really those words. All I want. Shove all those words together, yep. put them in a game. <laughs> yeah. 10 the out of 10. reboot of fruit snacks that you ate when you were <laughs> <laughs> All your favorite gummies are back, and it's time. Oh, no, the frogs are white on the bottom. Yep. Hammerhead sharks. Yep. Everyone's it's, The game's called Being 10 Years Old in the 90s. <laughs> Literally, only '90s kids will remember that. Um, yeah. What do you got? You got anything? I, I can keep going over yeah, here. Yeah, keep going. Uh, Corey Martinez says, "E3, we will see the crossover for Assassin's Creed and the Order." Nope. nope. <laughs> no. I mean, uh, Syndicate and the Order sort of take place around the same time period, except one has werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's will start selling the Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> that is not going to happen. Um, here's an interesting one. Uh, <laughs> Just. I'm, so, I'm sorry. What are you, fun piece of trivia about Marty. His Twitter handle McBiggity. 
<laughs> it's got, something I've he been... tried to order ahead of McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I got. I was, yeah, Max. Uh, Max and I heard this story on our other show. The yeah, other day. yeah. I was uh, Nick Bigley came from me uh, uh, being intoxicated after a yep. game of baseball. I was watching the baseball. I was not participating, <laughs> and then I went to order the largest size something at McDonald's. Yeah, that's got, how we tie it to the order. I got into a small argument uh, because I insisted that their largest size was the McBiggity, yep. and she insisted that it was large. Yep. I was trying to order a little <laughs> spicy chicken guy. <laughs> Five minutes left in the show. Uh, we just revealed, if you're just tuning in, we just revealed that McDonald's is partnering <laughs> with Naughty Dog to announce the They're exclusive in- uh, multiplayer beta of the spinning uh, dagger logo in Uncharted. <laughs> Brought to you by McDonald's. It's just going to be a French fry just spinning yep. over there. Then there's yeah. uh, Church's Chicken Gritty remo- <laughs> Remake doing? of Castlevania. Uh, no, I, I'm... God, I'm excited for E3. We're going to some, get some new games. Stoopsy1 says Resistance or Ratchet & Clank. Are we going to see anything from those games? I think Ratchet & Clank. Clank. Yeah. yeah, we know it's being worked on. There's uh, a movie. There's a movie. Uh, TJ Fixman's writing it. They announced the voice casts. Like, yeah. uh, Stallone's in Stallone. it. Maybe, that, maybe they'll show the whole Dawson. film. So I think I think we're going to see two movie things at Sony. I think we're going to see some Ratchet & Clank Stallone's in it? I think, yeah, Stallone's in the Ratchet & Clank movie. What? Uh, I didn't so know that. I think we're going to see Ratchet & Clank stuff, and I think they're going to uh, reveal something about the Last of Us movie. Yeah. We haven't heard about that since Comic-Con. That would be a we know hell that, of a place to drop uh, a trailer. Sam Raimi's involved in it. Arya Stark is playing Lil' Ellie. Lil Ellie? Lil Ellie. Lil Ellie, my favorite hip hop artist. <laughs> um, while we're wrapping up beforehand, uh, I think we can we can talk about uh, a big Beyond event that's coming up. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, on June 27th, we're locking down the, the venue, uh, but it's going to be in San Francisco. We're locking it down we're with ke- you inside. We're keeping it locked. It's yeah. turn into carry. Uh, Saturday, June 27th, uh, we are joining forces with another podcast that I co-host called Podcast Unlocked, mm-hmm. which is the world's largest Xbox Traitor. podcast. <laughs> we're going to end the Council Wars on uh, Saturday, June 27th. We're going to do a live. Yeah. We're going to be doing a live, massive, uh, Beyond 400, Unlock 200. Slash meet and greet, slash, slash party day. Yeah, like, we're going to be, there's going to be, you know, Austin, what's, the, what's the date again? Saturday, June 27th in San Francisco. In San Francisco. Book your flights. Start looking for hotels and hostels. Call up your friends. Sleep on their couches. Yeah. You cannot stay at mine. Stay at a houseboat with the barnacles. That's right. Yeah. Um, Is that a band? Yeah, houseboat with the barnacles. Uh, yeah, it's going to be cool. We got special <laughs> things lined up. Uh, Brian Altano will shake three hands. Yeah, just Not three? Fourth, though. Just three. The lucky I'm actually only going to shake a guy's hand if he has three hands. <laughs> If you're a cool dude with three hands, I'll talk to you. Everyone if else you is getting hugs. The, the lucky three who Brian shakes hands with, um, you'll win a cooler prize later. That's, That's right. That's how lucky this handshakes are. That's right. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. There's a gold ticket. Do we have one last comment from the lovely viewers at home? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, this is one for you, you Max. Well. Logan Samuel says, do you think we'll get a new Red Dead? No. No. <laughs> hey! No. Come on, and then a positive Where note. Where's Javier Escuela? How do we get a new motor storm? <laughs> and I hope they're in space this time. <laughs> K. Murda says... Where Zone of Enders? <laughs> uh, a caveman wrote in. Uh, Konami That's has great. a lot more to worry about right Thank now. Thank you, yep. K. Murda. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think, I think Konami's going to put a pachinko machine on stage <laughs> at E3 and just yeah. be like, we don't care about you anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's good. So what's uh, wrapping up? What yeah. is the behind the sky, the one thing you want to see? At the Sony conference, uh, like if you could just make something happen, I want I want to see the new uh, visceral Star Wars game. I want to see what that is. I okay. want I want that whatever that Star Wars Uncharted thing that was happening for a little while, thirteen thirteen, yeah. that then became the canceled Boba Fett game. I want to see what that is. I want to see what Amy Henning's working on. Yeah, um, I I I want that to come to life. I'm so high on Star Wars right now. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. been smoking it all day. <laughs> um, want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> Visceral's been tweeting a lot of teasers about uh, Han Solo. And sort of like hints about that, and like pirates and stuff like that, space pirates. Well, if we got a so smuggling game, if we get, a, if we get, a, if we get a, if we get that Han Solo game that I've wanted since I was five, then yeah. yes, yes, a hundred percent, yes. Um, I, I mean, I always get most excited about the new IPs and yeah. things like that. I think it'd be really cool if we got uh, a price point for Morpheus. Maybe a release, a tighter yeah. release window other yeah. than the first or an actual next name because I yep. don't think Project Morpheus yeah. is going to be what that thing's called. The cool sound hat for your eyes. <laughs> I, I, I'm totally getting behind that. Uh, iPhones. Yeah, that's that might be already taken. Uh, my thing would be to see uh, what <laughs> the hell, taken. what the hell that game company has been working on since Journey, because that game is one of my faves, and that has been a long time ago. And I would like it's another a, game about a, it's a game where you play as a very realistic sheet that's yeah. hanging on a clothesline. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I would. T- I would love that. Of flower and the one about the scarves. Yeah, I would. I it would be my game of the year because I'm a big weirdo. Yeah. It's called bounce. It's called bounce. Yeah, 
It's, a, it's just a laundry commercial that you play. It's got a great soundtrack. Yeah. It's coming out of vinyl. Ooh. You'll it's love com- it. It's coming out of vinyl. Chris Abbott has it on his desk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I could do this for another, another hour. I hate that they're shutting us we off. Keep, well, no one's kicked us out yet. Yeah, no one's kicked us out. Do they Hashtag know? beyond. If you're watching this out there, <laughs> we're locking the doors. You can't come in. What are yeah. you going to do? Pull the plug? Yeah. Shut us down? You can't they do that? No, they literally can't pull this the plug. Is the power of PlayStation <laughs> can't be stopped. Hashtag beyond. Um, Love you guys. I love that you're wearing yeah. a, like a pleather jacket with your sleeves rolled up and you're just shouting hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> the old teen. The old teen. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. If you watched The Witcher, thank you for, oh. for watching this. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, let too. us know yep. uh, what you thought of the live format. This is sort of, sort of testing. It, it was, was an experiment. Of, it was an experiment. Science experiment. Uh, As yeah, you can tell from yeah, next how week, we are. Next week we're going to be going back to a regular, for, well, regular format, except for the fact that Brian and I will both be gone. You're going to be on your honeymoon. I'll be on my honeymoon. That's right. two I'll, I'll be in Paris and Barcelona. If you know anything cool to do in those cities besides the Eiffel Tower and Eden Paella, hit me up. Shoot if me, a, w- shoot me a tweet at Agent at Agent Bizzle. Uh, Marty's at McBiggity. Yep. Max is at Max Scoville. Yep. Beyond is live at, where we we put the show up. What every two and Tuesday? Every Tuesday, every Tuesday at uh, one p.m. Except yep. for this week because oh, we yeah. have, we have missed That's that. Right. We also we also have a podcast Beyond Facebook group with which has a ton of awesome people in yeah. it. Yeah, join up people. with that. Uh, yeah. We do plenty of podcasts here. Marty's on Unlocked. Yeah. I'm on Nintendo Voice Chat as well. Uh, Max hosts videos with me. Come to IGN, watch our videos, read our articles, support everything we do here. Video yeah. games IGN are awesome. Prime, get those yeah. ads out of there. That's right. Do yeah. all the good stuff. We love what we do here. Thank you all so much for watching. And on that note, beyond. 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 How do we turn Goodbye. that off? Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.